wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another juicy episode of Dissecting Success. My name is Teresa Lambert. I am here with the fabulous Blair Kaplan Venables. You might have missed us in the last couple of weeks, but we're back and stronger than ever. And we are having juicy conversations happening in our world with our clients in our momentum container, with our private clients, and also just generally um, on our social media with our audience. And the thing that has really been something that has like, A, I'm lit up by it, one. So uh, cue for an offer and a training coming in hot on this one soon. But there is this thing that keeps happening and I see it everywhere around me and it is frustrating for everyone who is in it. And it's this business model where you're required and always needing to sign new clients in order to make money, to sign new clients, make new sales in order to pay your bills. And that honestly is going to be so taxing for your nervous system. This is going to build a business model that is so hard to maintain because you're relying on new sales all the time that honestly, it's, it's long term just not going to be sustainable. And I want to talk about this and say, stop, stop creating business models where you're literally chasing painful clients, one-off offers, one-off clients. Like it's just, it's just not going to be what you ultimately probably want entrepreneurship to be like, because most of us get into this space because we wanted the freedom lifestyle, right? Like we want to be able to take vacations whenever we want, woo, work from anywhere, right? Like have like all this space and time. But here's the thing, when you're stressed and when you are like, where the heck am I going to get money from so I can pay my bills? You're not going to be booking vacations. Like you're going to be like at home, miserable, and stressed and there's a different way of doing it. And it's really a business model that ends up building recurring cash sales coming in every single month, even when you're not working. So that when there's times when you're on vacation or times when you just wanna take time off or times when shit goes wrong, we just spoke about that. You're actually 
able to breathe throughout those times and throughout those slower months without being panicked. And that's really what we want to talk about today. How do you do that? Where do you even start? Give you some tips and tricks. I feel like that could be a cool thing to do. Blair, thoughts? So I think one of the best things you can do for your business is work with a business coach or like a business mentor or specifically a social media marketing expert mentor, publicity mentor, because um, I did a lot of like throwing shit at the wall and hoping it's, it's stuck. It sticks. It's stuck. And so I'll tell you, I don't know how I got this idea. No one told me about it, but when I first started building out my business almost 14 years ago now, um, I decided, okay, I'm going to work with clients for a minimum of three months. Cause that's at least three months guaranteed income. And I'm going to charge X amount, which was not a, not, it was not a lot. And I tried it out and it worked, but then I realized I'm not charging enough. So I increased my rates and then I got on, got more clients. And then I realized, you know what, for me in the social media space, Um, there's about a month of onboarding, like onboarding, creating a plan and it's starting to implement. And it takes at least three months to start seeing results. So it's like, so that's only two months of actual implementation, two full months. So I need to work with clients for at least six months, which is half the year. And that's six months of guaranteed income. And I used to do the work and then bill. And then what happened was clients started not paying because not everyone has integrity. And, you know, obviously I've even been in the boat where I've had to ask for an extension or break payments out and that's completely fine. But when you get ghosted or not paid, that's not fine. So then I switched and I would bill and then work, bill and then work. And I actually never even thought of the pay in full model. I've never really started doing that until the past couple of years because I liked having that reoccurring income. And eventually I was, you know, I started at $500 a month, minimum three months. And I'm, you know, I've been charged charging uh, up until recently up to $3,500 a month for what I offer and for a minimum six months. And I have clients who do pay in full. They prefer to pay in full. They get a bit of a discount, but I make sure that the majority of my clients are reoccurring income. And it's interesting because I never looked at it as painful or reoccurring. Like I never, I just was like, this makes sense to me. This is how much money I need to make every month. And I built a business where I can make five figures a month and five figures a month again and again. And then here and there, I can take on the one-off projects. It's a one-time fee, one-time payment, or, you know, a one-time project that is broken into two or three payments. But as an entrepreneur, we get really excited for those pay in full. It's like, oh, I just had a $20,000 day. But then what's going to happen the next day, the next week, the next month? And I think this conversation is really important because it's actually going around a lot in the coaching industry. I see it from some coaches I follow on Instagram and social media and Facebook. And, you know, there's some coaches who only do one-to-one. There's some coaches who only do group. There's some coaches who have a mastermind. There's some who do only pre-recorded. There's some clients, some coaches who have a course once a year and they do some masterminds, like figure out what you like to do. Don't do things for money. Do things that you like to do and build what you offer around that. And I think that's really important because if you're really good at doing something, but you don't enjoy it, like there's things in my business that I am really good at that I've done for many, many years, like over a decade. And I turn tons of business away because I don't love it. I don't love it. And it's, it is reoccurring income and it's a lot of income, but I don't love it. I only want to do what I love. That might mean taking a pay, pay cut, but like, 
I don't think you should do things in your business for money if one isn't reoccurring income and two, if you don't love it. 100%. And I love, Blair, that you from the beginning actually unintentionally build a business that's more sustainable for you because it feels bloody good to know that you have, you know, five or $10,000 coming in every single month. But maybe that's why I'm for still the in next three or four months. Like it puts you in a different, it puts you in a different headspace yeah. and in a different space to show up to sell your offers and talk about your offers. Right. I like, think that's why I'm still in business, Teresa, because I set it up unintentionally like that. And really like, like, I don't know the statistics, but usually businesses fold after the first, like, Oh, I don't know about it. Stats. I'm going to go look. I'm going to Google. I think sadly, the majority of businesses fail in the first two years of business. Yeah. I'm going to Google the stat because I'm interested in that. But, um, you know, this conversation is about like, yes, it's really exciting to land those, that huge ass pay in full client, but you need to have a base of base of reoccurring income. And maybe we can talk about it because, you know, there's things that are just $49 a month or $11 a month or whatever it might be. And there's different ways. And you just made a really cool post breaking out the math. Yeah, I, I think that one thing that I, I want to start with something because you brought the coaching industry up and obviously I'm in the coaching industry. The majority of my clients are coaches. So this is like a really big um, thing for me. But in the coaching, in coaching schools, most coaching schools will teach you um, to basically um, work like the goal is for your client to not work with you anymore. Okay, so the goal is for you to coach your client out of needing, needing coaching. Now, this is wonderful. Amazing. Congratulations. I'll give you a gold medal. But it's not going to actually help you follow your passion of coaching and helping people because you're, you're literally building a nightmare business. Like, I hope that, like, you're, you're starting to see this because you're not setting yourself up for that client to resign with you. You're not setting yourself up um, for recurring sales from repeat buyers, which by the way, is your hottest audience are the people that you're already working with. Okay. These are people you're already working with or have worked with are most likely to hire you again and or refer you. Okay. So these people are really, really, really valuable. This is an audience that if you follow this model that is taught in coaching schools, which is actually not great, right? But understand that like coaching schools teach you to coach. Coaching schools don't teach you how to run business, okay? So I want you to, to, to start to open yourself up to it to the fact that there's a couple of different ways you can change that. One are payment plans, right? So instead of like getting a pay in full client at $3,000, you, and it's three months of coaching, you have $1,000 a month for three months. That's a payment plan and they're committed to three months. And like Blair said, I recommend that you charge them at the beginning of the month and then deliver your service. And if they don't pay, you stop delivering your service. Okay. Like you can like turn the tap off. Easy. Okay, so this is how we're like putting ourselves in a safer position. But the other thing here is too that this mix of offers and services that you can have as a coach, but also as a social media expert, PR expert, like there's so many different ways, like even if you're in graphic design, if you're a copywriter, like there's a multitude of different ways that you can set up what's called your product suite. 
right? Like have a product suite. So what ends up happening is you have different offers at different price points. And we spoke about that like a, a few weeks ago. So go back on the episodes because we spoke about creating a product suite. I'm pretty sure on the podcast, unless I'm going crazy. Um, and if we haven't, then uh, cue here, there will be an episode coming on this. But, the, but what happens is if you have multiple different offers at different price points that cover different pain, Things. Some might be smaller pieces. So those might be like 50 and $100 offers. Some might be bigger pieces that are group programs that run for a few weeks or maybe a few months. And then you have your high-end stuff. But what ends up happening is one offer leads to the next offer, which leads to the next offer. So what you're actually doing is you're offer stacking. And every time you sell something, it promotes the next thing that you're selling naturally, organically. So, so here's, I'll give you an example. I ran an irresistible offer masterclass at the beginning of the year, January. Okay. Th that was all about like creating a product suite and pricing your offers. And I ran it live, had a bunch of people in it. And from there, once you have offers, you got to be able to launch your offers. So what made sense was that the next step or the next offer that would come would be something that helps you to launch. And once you launch, you're going to have to learn how to get consistently showing up and selling, which is why the 10K challenge is coming up next. So my offers go from a masterclass that was around 100 bucks to a $1,000 program. The challenge is $500. So I'm playing with this mid-tier like level. And then from there, well, we might actually start another cohort in like June, who knows if people are in, actually we said fall for momentum. So, you know, there is the momentum accelerated at six months where you can work with Blair and I, or people can join me one-to-one. -one. I have a mastermind coming up that will be all on strategy. Like everything builds, but what ends up happening is people drop into my world and then they stay. People drop in and then they stay. And then I have all different, like I have like a lot of offers and you by no means do you need that many offers. Okay, I'm just going to say this. But what ends up happening is every single thing I do positions the next thing that I'm selling for you to buy because it solves the next problem you're going to be facing in your business. And you can do it. You can do this, whether you're working with people in health, whether you're a social media expert, whether you're a graphic designer, copywriter, like whatever service-based business you have, you're able to create this. So now everything is selling everything else, okay? Which creates recurring buyers, with your hottest audience, people that are already working with you. And then you layer your payment plans on top of that. And what we're getting is recurring cash, recurring cash, recurring cash. Like a subscription cash. to the Teresa show or a subscription to the Blair show, right? Like you yeah. pay that. How many subscriptions do you have? Like I have, a, oh God, so many Netflix, <laughs> Crave, Disney Plus. Um, yeah, and I don't have a company. Oh, I think Plus. I paid that one up, up front. Um, uh, QuickBooks, <laughs> Spotify, like I have subscriptions. So why wouldn't someone subscribe to your channel to subscribe to you for your information? Like, you know, Ooh, should we start a business Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I feel like I have that already with my confidence CEO club, but you know, yeah. I, I, I like that idea. But like, like what, what Teresa's saying also with all the various, like, entries like she does some free stuff she does some paid stuff like there's free all the way up to like 10k and maybe beyond 
there is something for everyone. And like, you might be listening to this and say, you know, I'm new in business. I don't know if I have it, what's in me to charge 10 K or 5,000 or whatever it might be. First of all, one, yes, you do. You're doing what you do because you are an expert, but two, like, it's okay to inch towards it. I start off at 500 a month, you know, all the way up to like 3,500 a month. Now, you know, I'm, I'm around the 5k mark. You'll get there. And the thing is, if someone finds you informative and valuable, they're going to drop in. And if it means that they could only afford free, they're going to hang out until they, you know, can't afford the few hundred, few thousand and beyond. And I think what, what Teresa is saying is that she creates a offer, implements it, you know, and then there's a problem that she still needs to solve. And so there's another thing. And then there's a problem she needs to solve. So there's another thing. And she teaches you actually how to do this, you know, and she teaches you how to do this, but so there's like subscriptions. So someone could like hire you for like six months at a certain amount, or they can drop into a program and then, you know, buy another program. You can set up even things where you have ads running and you maybe have a cheaper program that people could just buy. And it's already pre-recorded. There's so many ways you can do it. Like you can make money while you sleep. Yeah. Mon- money. Monetization is like endless. And like, we don't have all the answers. Like I, you know, I run workshops and Teresa gave me recently a brilliant idea that I'm going to start implementing after my next workshops. I mean, I have a few coming up on, you know, after, after this air dates and beyond, but, um, I'm always trying out what works and if something works, I share it with you. And if something doesn't work, I share it with you and what, you know, depending on your industry and your audience, different things are going to not work different things will work, but what every business needs in order to sustain themselves is income. And so I Googled and I found these stats online. Um, I don't like, I mean, there's a lot of different stats, but these, this was updated January, 2022. So listen to this. Okay. About 79% of small businesses survive their first year, which means only 21% of small businesses fail in their first year. More than 50% of new businesses fail within five years. 70% of small businesses fail in their 10th year. I've made it. I'm an anomaly. And then 82% of businesses that failed cited cash flow problems as a factor in their failure. 82% of businesses that failed is because there was an issue with cash flow. And that's a stat from Entrepreneur Magazine. Okay. So cash flow is going to be one of the most important things that are going to sustain you. Which is why recurring cash sales and building a business model that supports that and everything should lead to recurring cash versus the, I just want a painful client. And I used to have one offer, one-to-one painful only. So I always was like, I need a new client. I need a new client. I need a new client. And thank goodness I had my massive salary still. So, you know, that wasn't a problem. But very quickly when I jumped into it full time, I realized I I can't rely on this. I need to change this. And it was trial and error, which is why I'm teaching it to you now, because I've learned from what doesn't work. Right. But that's 81% cash flow cash flow and honestly cash is king it's it's less important to have like your numbers in the plaque at the end like once you you know deduct all your expenses pay yourself all that stuff like it it matters less that your business has a profit on your statement and much more that you actually have cash flow like cash flow is king 
So 81% fail because of cash flow issues. I mean, then I'm not surprised. And so what I like to do is like my, my main base of my business is reoccurring income. Um, in the fall, in the fall, <laughs> in the spring, I'm launching empowerment, my group coaching program. There's a painful option and payment plans. And I think most people will go with payment plans. I have my one-to-one coaching and that is painful or monthly, but I also have multiple streams of revenue. I have books. I have a book and then another book's coming out. I have speaking engagements. I have workshops. I have one of things I get hired to do, you know? And so I like to have that base of, you know, reoccurring income. And then I layer everything else on top. So layering is also a really important part of cash flow. Well, yeah, because then everything else on top is gravy, right? Like you have a diverse product suite, which means you have multiple streams of revenue coming in through multiple different things that you do that also lead again to something, right? Like somebody who's hiring you to speak, chances are you'll speak, might get paid for speaking. And consequently from paying speak, you're hiring two or three clients, right? So your journey is nailed down. Your product suite's nailed down. You have a system, it works. Does everything work? No, but that's why we became entrepreneurs. I feel like, cause like yeah. aren't entrepreneurs, like we, we were, we're, we're here to be, the trial and error people of the world. Like we're, we're here to try new things, right? And and reinvent. Like, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's a heart of entrepreneurship. No, definitely. And, you know, it's interesting because I do do things that I don't get paid directly. Like I sometimes will do, a. I mean, I prefer to be spayed, spayed, spayed and neutered. I prefer to be paid <laughs> to speak. But if I don't get paid and it's an in-person event, I ask if I can sell my books. Can I sell my books at the back? Or can I have access to, can I have everyone's email address that is there? There is um, an organization I do a lot of speaking at to their students, um, their digital marketing. And I don't get paid, but I get tons of visibility. To me, visibility is almost as important as dollars. It builds my credibility, helps me with my thought leadership, my authority in the space of social media marketing. And every single time I speak, my list grows People learn about me. And in fact, some of the people that have, you know, worked with me and Teresa and that have worked with me in exchange, you know, time for money or because of this one organization. And so I think it's okay to do things that don't involve getting paid. If you figure out alternative ways to exchange your time that will eventually lead to money. Yeah. And I mean, that's another way, right? Where everything, like you really want to think about what are all those revenue generating activities that you do in your business? Speaking's one of them for you. Speaking's one of them for me. Um, like, and it's, it's big, right? But we, we really got to think about too, where do you want to lead them to next? Right? So if you're getting, like, if you're speaking somewhere and you're leading them somewhere, where are you leading them to? Why are you leading them there? What's the intention behind that? And from there, where is that leading to? Right. Like you got to you got to be clear on these paths. And the thing is, it's not actually complicated. It's actually quite simple to put these processes in place in these systems in place. Obviously, doing it on your own without any knowledge might take a little bit of trial and error. Right. If you're hiring somebody, if you're hiring, you know, for example, Blair and I and you're like in for the next cohort or you want to. Like, you're like, I damn, I want to work with you now. Like, reach out to us. We take one-to-one clients as well in a combo. Um, 
But, you know, at the end of the day, whatever you do, start thinking about how can you diversify what you're selling right now, how you can diversify your offers. How can you put payment plans in place? So if you don't have payment plans for your stuff right now, start now and prioritize, make payment plans this juicy offer. You're widening the amount of people who are able to buy because now a $5,000 item becomes 10 $500 payments or 12 $500 payments, which is way more accessible, okay? But ultimately, like you're starting to put these pieces in place. And while you might be trading short-term gratification, you will actually trade it for long-term gain and long-term cash flow in your business, which makes you part of the 19% who make it past 10 years. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Oh, so good. And yeah, like Teresa's saying, like, you know, or, or you might say, hey, I like what Teresa has to say. I want to work with Teresa. Or I like what Blair has to say. I want to work with Blair. And we do offer the two to one coaching. If momentum isn't the right fit or you don't want to wait till the fall, which you probably don't, um, you know, let us know. Reach out. I am uh, on Instagram, Blair from Blairland. You can email me, Blair at BlairKaplan.ca. Teresa is Teresa Lambert Coaching on Instagram and your email is at Teresa at Teresa Lambert coaching.com. Yes, Teresa Lambert coaching. So like get in touch with us because we can customize a package for you. And then you get both of our brains and our experience is so different that it's so beautifully complimentary of each other. People love working with us and we'll teach you how to make multiple five figures a month. We will show you hand firsthand what we've done. Like I didn't even know I was doing it when I was 23 and I was doing it. So imagine like the knowledge that I've accumulated after 14 years. And Teresa took a hotel from seven figures to eight figures. Like, holy shit. Like I'm excited for my business to hit seven figures. That's the next, you know, within the next couple of years. And I don't pretend I'm someone I'm not like, I'm first going to hit multiple six figures. Then I'm going to be seven figures and I'll get there. And I, you know, watch Teresa build, build this hotel up. I can't wait till she builds her business up. And so we're building our businesses alongside each other and we want to build your business with you. So reach out to us, connect with us. Let's be successful together. It's been absolutely phenomenal dissecting success with all of you. I love jamming with you, Teresa. I, like I have that. such a friend crush on you. Smart. Follow Teresa and like honestly, like I don't put out the type of content she puts out. Her shit, like I love reading it because it's like, yeah, that's right. And I like like it and like share it. She shares so much information on her socials. Uh, imagine what she's gonna share if you work with her. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.